now batting episode number one, Brayden Hardman with Real Broker. This rising star is hitting it out of the park when it comes to helping people secure a house for their home in Linden, Utah. Brayden has a unique understanding of what families are looking for when it comes to finding the perfect place to live. We'll see if Brayden can handle a few curveballs. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, Braden? That's the question. Let's see. Can you handle a few curveballs? <laughs> Tell us about your family ties to Linden. My ties go way back into Linden. My grandpa Anderson, he lives right in the heart of Linden. He built his house there. I'm tied to Linden Elementary, Oak Canyon Junior High, any school tied to Alpine <laughs> School District out there. Another part that I'm really tied to is the my grandpa was part of the board that helped design Linden, the Linden sign that's up. And I'm pretty sure they've updated it since then. But that is that's one of my biggest ties down to Linden. It's just like my grandpa, he was a general contractor, part of everything that was there. So. Yeah. So you're a local boy, obviously. Uh-huh. Your roots here, you lived here in Utah basically uh-huh. your whole life, right? Yes. Yeah. So I grew up in Pleasant Grove, but Linden's definitely where I've been mostly involved. And so my mom was part of this. She's been part of state activities for PTA. I served a lot at Linden Elementary, Oak Canyon Junior High. Again, all my ties go back to the school district. Well, I don't know if you knew this, Mary. I lived in a mortuary in Pleasant Grove while I was going to school. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I did you really? Not yes, know that. I did. Right there in, in Pleasant Grove. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh. Times <laughs> were tough, Scott. It huh? was mortuary? De- <laughs> I mean, it was pretty deadly. <laughs> a little concerned for you. <laughs> oh gosh. It's wonderful to have that much family history uh-huh. and just to know it's a comfort. It's yeah. a perfect team atmosphere. Sure. You know, your family's there, the ties there, you've ins and outs. It's probably really fun to kind of walk around and and have that. I don't know. It, it's it feels exactly like home. It's home. Everywhere's home for you there. It really is. And it's just I'm gonna tie into probably a question that'll come up later about the schooling stuff. But yeah. at Linden Elementary, my grandpa, so RMA was his general contracting company, and they they built the library at Linden Elementary. <sighs> but my grandpa was able to maximize that budget. And do as much construction for as little cost as possible that he was able to give the rest of the money that they had planned for it back into the school to fill up the library right off the bat. And so that that's really cool. Like I'd walk in that library, check out a book and be like, Grandpa probably put this book in here. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. It's a cool feeling to know your family was such a big part of schools that you went to and part of the community and gave so much. Mm-hmm. back and did so much and you guys sound like you continue your family continues to do a lot for the community there yes one of the one of the other big things that we've done some listeners may know this there's a little train in linden it's called Stringtown. for years and years we did a nightmare express and a polar express back to back and we would take through thousands of people in a short period of time and that was we didn't charge we just let people come and ride it and that was probably one of the coolest experiences for me it's like that's how i really got to know the community and got out there and served that's cute. Have you been to the Purple Turtle there? And I have. <laughs> yes, everybody is like, Purple Turtle? <laughs> Purple Turtle has been around for 100 years. Oh, my years. God. Yes. It has been there forever. Yeah. Yep. there. So you know the school deal, district really well. So tell us a little bit about that school district as far as, is it a good one? Yes. So Alpine School District, personally, it is my all-time favorite. Um, being involved with the PTA, being involved with, I was never a worker, a staff member, but I was in the schools enough to feel like I was one. I highly advise a lot of people to go to Alpine. We've got some of the coolest starting points for younger kids in pre-K, kindergarten, all the way up through high school. They've got a lot of different language opportunities. And so like Rocky Mountain is down the street from Oak Canyon. And I know that they teach all sorts of different languages there and allowing for people to come in. 
my really good friend, Kate Ross, she was the principal at Linden for a while. And I had talked to her the other day and she was telling me that when she was the principal there, the wait list for the uh, out of area request is like insanely long that unfortunately they can't get everybody in. Wow. Uh, so Alpine is continually growing and growing because it's a highly desired area down in Utah County. I love that whole area. It's just a beautiful, uh -huh. beautiful It has. Area. It's developed and continues okay. to develop into Absolutely. something super. Yes. Yeah. It, is, it has been so cool to watch it really grow, blow up and develop. Part of the original sign that my grandpa designed it on the bottom, it says a little bit of country. So like a Linden will always have a little bit of country in it, but it's continually growing. And it's so cool yeah. to watch. It's like more and more people want to come to Linden. And I've worked with a lot of clients. And we've seen tons of houses in the Linden area. It's a little bit of country and a little bit of little rock and roll. Oh, there Everything. you go. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> that, that goes I, back I to the Osmonds, you know, by the way. <laughs> so what are some of the new developments that are coming to Linden? Yes. So one of the biggest ones that I'm aware of at the moment is there's this new townhouse development that's actually going up right behind Linden Nursery. There's all these townhouses. They're beautiful townhouses. I've gone out and seen them. For the most part, a lot of Linden is custom homes. And so there's all sorts of different custom home builders coming in. And then down the street from my grandparents is Ivory Homes. They've got a ton of developments going up, up over there. And I've got a lot of friends that are also like their families have bought in the Ivory Home area. And so it's just, mm -hmm. yeah. I will say Ivory and Custom, those are probably the two biggest developments going on over there right now. Going on in there. And I think a townhouse, honestly, our townhouses here in Utah are really good size. They oh, are sure. a perfect size, especially beginning home, small family homes, really a comfortable start. My first house was a town home and I, I would do it all over again. It's the yeah. best beginning to take that uh -huh. jump of your life. That first big jump is just, it's perfect. So that's great. All that yeah. development's wonderful. For sure. Tell us about some of the community events that Linden has. They've got events all over the place, but one of the biggest ones happens in the summer and that is Linden Days. Kind of like every city has their own little thing, but Linden Days is by far one of my favorite memories that I have and continue to do. So they take a whole week. They've got events every single day of the week, Monday through Saturday. And my top two favorites that I've done year over year up until there's one of them that I can't participate in anymore because I'm too old for it. <laughs> Unfortunately. Sounds so disappointed with that. <laughs> yes. No. So my two favorite events were the Huckfin Fishing. And so at one of the parks in Linden, they fill it up. They block off the drains and they fill it full of water, bringing all these fish. And really? And they allow oh, fun and like they put How nets up cute. and stuff for half hours. People like bringing their rails out, allowing like younger kids to just get the feeling for fishing. And then after a certain period of time, about a half hour, they drop those fences down and make sure all the rails are out and ready, set, go. And you've got kids and adults running in there with nets and bare hands and grocery <laughs> bags. And they're all going fishing the old fashioned way. <laughs> Huck Finn style. <laughs> so what are you not able to do? I, I, I don't mean, get now to that do. you're too old. No, now that I'm too old. So... Part of the Linden days, they go over to the Linden pool yeah. and they do what's called a dime dive. They throw, I don't even know the total amount of like dimes. money, like they throw like literal <clears throat> dimes in the pool. Oh yeah. And they allow all these people just to jump in the pool and go, go out of the dimes free money. <laughs> so I, I did that for a handful of years. I probably did it three or four times. And then they had a age cut off and I was like, all right, I've got to, <laughs> got to be done with that one. But I still go over there for the Linden pool events and hang out with family. And it's just like. All of my roots are back to Linden like we started with. And I just, I love spending time in Linden and hanging out there. Being the Silver Dollar Man, that event, maybe I'm going to have to sponsor an event over there and take Silver Dollars and throw Silver them. Dollars. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I get to participate in that one. <laughs> so, Brayden, I've heard that Linden was originally called Stringtown, but I don't know anything about that. When people were moving their farmlands from Pleasant Grove 
or they were moving from their homes in Pleasant Grove. They needed farmland, which a little bit of country in yeah, Linden. Of- <laughs> and so tying it back through, people started to do these string of homes to connect from the Pleasant Grove to the Orem area, and Linden okay. Falls right in between. So it was Stringtown because people that were coming through, pioneers or just people pass buying, it was a string of houses. And so that's people started coming through calling it Stringtown. And Linden was the connector. And Linden was the connecting factor. And yeah. I don't recall a year they changed it to Linden, but they they decided to switch it over to Linden. But so that's Stringtown Polar Express, Stringtown Nightmare Express, which is all where like my family's tied back to the little train. Yeah. That was the original name of Linden. How about that? I'm learning all kind know. of history here. I'm as well. I'm learning all kind of history. I didn't know that much. Both of you are a little bit more advanced in Utah County than me. I know Linden is your specialty, but are there other areas that you work with also? Do you work in the entire state or what? So I definitely am open to working wherever a client would like me to go. Of course, being realistic, but the main boundaries and areas that I work is anywhere from like central Ogden, sometimes north Ogden, all the way down to like Nephi. Oh, wow. And then I'll go out to Tool, I'll go up to Heber, Park City. So I really cover a good range of Utah right through the center. Um, but I've got connections all throughout the state. And so if someone's wanting to go to St. George, I've got members from my team who are down in St. George that I can, I would love to connect people to and give them a shot at moving down to St. George. Tell us about your team. Yes. So I am part of real broker, but I'm part of spring Benson's team, the Utah life real estate group, our offices in Farmington. And then we've got an office in Salt Lake and we've got a new office that'll probably go up here soon in Draper. Um, our team, we've got about 80 agents on it, give or take a little bit. Yeah. So we're definitely a newer team up and growing right now. We've, we did about 600 transactions last year, I think just over. Oh, wow. And so for being a newer team and a younger team, we are, we're producing on great deals. And it's really cool to be part of a team that they're showing me how to go build a business and not just, not just wait for leads to come in or wait for a friend to call me up and be a part-time agent. Like, this is what I want to do full-time year round. So because you're younger, uh-huh. what, do you, what advantages do you think that gives you being young and aggressive? I would say, no harm, <laughs> no, no offense here. I would say with our team, we've got really the grittiness it takes to build the real estate business that you want. And it's like the team respects, there's some agents on my team that are like, hey, I'm making 500K this year. And there's other agents that are like, I'm happy doing 75 to $100,000. And so our team really structures each agent's game plan. They give us the vehicle with all the tools. We just got to jump in the driver's seat and go. I've got goals financially. I've got goals deal-wise that I want to be doing. They've given me the vehicle to get there, which I'm so grateful for. How did you get with your team? How are you so, able to find your brokerage? <laughs> some people may call me crazy. I was talking to Mary about this the other day. I interviewed at 48 brokerages. before. 48? I wow. love that. Before I That's picked one, I decided that I'd gotten licensed. I made my information public through Utah Real Estate so that any brokerage could reach out. And, and I'm the kind of guy that I've got to explore all my options before I settle with one. And so I interviewed at 48 of them. I had a couple of them offer me like a salary nine to five job, but I didn't get licensed to go back to a nine to five. So I had reached out to all these different brokerages that I had heard about. And then I waited for people to reach out to me and I was doing appointments left and right and interviews essentially. And I had connected with Justin Nielsen, which he runs the Farmington office. And I had my interview with him. And that was after I interviewed with him, I knew that's where I wanted to be. And that's where I felt best about going. I really wanted to make sure that I started my business on the right foot because I didn't want to be a an agent who gets licensed, goes through all the steps, sure. start the business and be out in six months. This is a long-term goal here. I think that's what's amazing. And that's what shows your true ambition because from the get-go, you wanted to do things right. You wanted to be in the right spot. You didn't want to jump brokerages. I think that's a telltale sign of how great of an agent you are. And Thank you're you. going to just, you're going to take it out of the park. Thank I'm you. I'm so excited for you. 
Why do you think listers should choose you as their teammate, quote, realtor? I truly believe that people aren't just going to need to pick me, but it's going to be more of a want. They're going to understand my grittiness, my loyalty to them, and the understanding of what they truly want. It's one thing to be really tied back to Linden, Utah, but it's another thing that my team is based out of Salt Lake, and I've got, I have a really large family, and I've got connections, I will say, anywhere up to Ogden, all the way down to Nephi, and even further. And what do you so, have, 25 siblings or something? My, mom, my mom's the oldest of nine, and the grandpa had 13 other siblings. Oh, I see. Oh, so, wow. so, so you do have a good so, I mean, That's a stretch. That's quite okay. a large family. Yeah. <laughs> so connecting with all of them, and I just, I really feel like people are going to want to choose me to be their agent, because I will take the time to sit down to listen to them, to understand what they truly are looking for, and, they're, and they will feel that they're not just another number or another transaction on my board. It's going to be truly a long-term, lifelong friendship that's going to just go on forever and ever. And I continue to follow up with past clients. And it's going to, like I said, it's going to be a want. It's going to be, we want to work with Brayden. He understands what we're going for. I tell all my clients that we're actively looking, we're actively checking out houses. If a house goes live on the market at 11 p.m. at night and they see it, send it to me. We'll see it next day. And I really have the greediness to do what it takes to get them in the house they want, to see the houses they want to accomplish their dreams and goals and making it a reality. There are some guys and teammates that I had that were gritty and would stretch for the double and the triple when others wouldn't. They're willing to dive head first <laughs> into the base. Yeah. And that seems like the kind of realtor you're where you're at. Yes, I definitely, a little bit off of real estate, but tying back to baseball. So I umpire. I don't know. I don't know if you knew this. So I umpire. I didn't know that. So I do. I already hate on you. On top yeah. of everything else. I know you already don't like me because you're the guy going for a trip and I'm, and I'm punching right. you out of third. Boom. Yeah. Exactly. Um, no, but I just, Mary had pointed out earlier, I just, I like to put myself in the right situation at the right time at the right place. Yeah. And so there was yeah. one evening I was actually at UVU. My wife was in classes and I saw the ballpark lights on. They had just like a inner squad game going on. And I went down and I grabbed the third base coach between innings. I went and stood down there and I was like, hey, coach, came over and I was like, trying to get into college ball umpiring. I know you guys are doing inter-squad stuff. Are you guys cool if I just come out on your evenings and umpire for you? And I've already gone out, done a couple with them. I did a lot through the fall last year. And it's, I just, I like to shoot my shot. Umpiring's really been where my passion has been. Yep. Ba baseball, I've been coaching my younger brother with my dad since I think he was eight, nine. Oh. So I've well, Anybody who loves baseball, I love. I'm a baseball guy. Oh yeah. I, I can go sit on the field day in and day out. Me too, <laughs> me too. So, I played softball until just a few years ago. Really? So. I was only 45 at the I time. I do have yeah, to admit, I wasn't into baseball until I married my husband, and then he's a big Dodgers. So really? I, yeah. Now you're into it. 15 years, I've been into it now. <laughs> got the World Series the other year. Yeah. That's, that's See? True. There you go. I got so, to live that. That was fun. And then last year, I had an opportunity. I don't know. You probably know about Cooperstown Dreams Park up in New York. Oh, yeah. So last year, I had a team who took me out there. I went up there and umpired. You did really? on huh? yeah. Cooperstown? Yeah. That's, that's pretty amazing to get a call like that from across the country. Yeah. It is. It's wild. So the way that Cooperstown works is teams from all over the nation, sometimes people from out of the country come in. And it's wild because as an umpire, it's so hard because you have to get a team that's willing to take you. Yeah. And so it's like just who you know, what you know. And so when I was umpiring a lot of Super League game, high school games, I would actually, between innings, I would talk to coaches, be like, do you guys know anybody going to Cooperstown? <laughs> and I ended up connecting with this awesome couple. He was coaching a team, and I was doing a tournament. And he's like, actually, our team's going to Cooperstown next summer. Do you want to be our umpire? And I was like, no wow. joke. So they took me out there. Anybody who can umpire has got to be one tough guy <laughs> because you take a lot of abuse. You upset 50% every call of the game. <laughs> every call of the game. Yeah. No one likes you 50% of the time. Uh-huh. All right, and, tough. Uh, and, like then, and then you're walking out of the car and you hear some people like, hey, we like that umpire. And other people, we don't like him. And it's yeah. just like, all right. <laughs> that guy is terrible. 
<laughs> that guy was great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So there you go. It's making you tough for real estate. Oh my gosh. What you got to do. You got to fight tooth and nail. So you're good. Negotiating. You're I will tell you. See, <laughs> there's a negotiation skills working there. I love that. I always love it when people just go for it. Yes. And because most of the time people are become, they're timid and they think, oh, I can't succeed at that. But if you really go for it, well, like you're see, doing and that. I would tie him back to his real estate because yeah. when you have that ambition, that's what you want from your realtor. That's what a client sure. wants. You're already doing that in your personal life. What more do you want from your agent to fight for you, to be there for you, to put their foot in the game? And I'm excited for people to see that with you. They will really want to work with you because you have that ambition. Thank you. So we want to know who's on deck uh, so, to come in here and talk with Mary and I. Yeah. So my buddy, Jack Danes, he's a newer agent on my team. He will crush it. And he is who I would 10 out of 10 recommend to be on deck. I have to say you hit a home run. 